0: All right. Welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Sports Sportscast. Real talk, real fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. And it is Michigan State Week. We've got a lot to talk about. And that's right. I said we because guess what, everybody? Craig is back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, how excited are you? How excited are you, Craig? You sound super pumped right now.
1: i am pumped man it's uh it's been a while yeah since my surgery so yeah i've been sleeping a lot i'm glad to be back and talking football again so i've been watching all these games from the couch man i haven't got off the couch or anything so oh yeah watching you have all the fun and i'm sitting here just kind of you know you know the better half is you know sitting on the couch and then you know you're out there
0: yeah, I was I, being
1: you and, you know,
0: I, I I was having my fun and everything with the game and unique experience and all. And I haven't even really been able to share in depth with you on uh, everything that happened last weekend, which no. we'll get definitely get to get to that and everything. But uh, can you uh, just give us a little bit of an update? And uh, I mean, you don't have to go in depth or anything, but you have had a rough. Uh, wow. What's it? It's been week and a half now. A little, over, no, pretty much yeah. a week and a half since the surgery. So, how how are things? Just brief summary.
1: Yeah, well, had surgery on Monday, kind of Monday morning. Uh, went in, basically went in for. Uh, uh, It's called frozen shoulder, so I had to get this, you know, adhesive capulice is what it's really called. But uh, I had to get some membrane that's around that ball joint on your shoulder that moves, and had to get that scraped away because it's calcified up. And um, once they did that, they also went in there to check on some other stuff to make sure that that wasn't just it. And they found out that I've three quarters tore my rotator cuff, so... So, which I didn't see either. So that explains why, a lot of why it's not not only painful, but it was even more pain than I thought. So, so yeah, I had like two major surgeries on one shoulder and one, um, that one day. So yeah, I came out of it and pretty good, but didn't realize that. And man, I was loopy and drugged up and I don't know, I don't know if I said anything bad or anything. (laughs) <laughs> I, don't know if I, I don't know if I hit on the nurse or anything like that. My wife was there, but you never know.
0: Yeah, she could have knocked you silly and you wouldn't have even known it.
1: No, I wouldn't have. But, you know, it was weird because I got out of it and had my arm in a sling, and my arm was totally numb. Like, I couldn't even move it for a long, long couple of days, and it was so – that feeling of not being able to move your arm was so weird, and it was, like, numb all the way to my fingers, so – um I was kinda mm-hmm. freaking out there a little bit, so
0: Yeah, but man, that that would be rough. That's, that's yeah, that's a bummer.
1: Yeah, so I'm back and doing better. I'm still at home. Missed work for about two weeks now and you know, and hopefully it's gonna get better here and just getting it I go you know, I go to physical therapy every day, every morning from since the surgery and man, that hurts like hell, dude when you get you got somebody you don't know and they're just like grabbing you by the arm and they're just stretching you out you're just like gosh dang <laughs> Throw throwing you around all over the place <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i'm like look i don't trust you with jacking with my shoulder so yeah it's been crazy but you know i'm back and it's good to be on the show man I miss it so
0: yeah it's good to have you back man glad that I was working out and uh yeah, we're we're actually plugging away here pretty late later than normal um because you had the interesting week last week and I've had the interesting day today. Yeah. And I'll try to uh sum it up here as fast as possible include it here in our little intro, but I um started off the day was at work, wife told me she wasn't feeling well, so I came home and got the kids and uh handed them off to my because I work in the town over, and so I handed off to my parents uh, there in town so they could help. Because our daughter has a a class today that she had to get to, so my wife couldn't really be there. And uh, then, while I'm at work, she contacts me again and tells me that the power's out oh, at the house because of the snow. the little stupid yeah because the little stupid snow we got some stupid thing happened and our power went out we haven't like power hasn't gone out ever since we moved here until started yeah (laughs) so that's like already a bad sign so that's that was fun so then i'm getting things taken care of with the kids and trying to figure out what's going on and keeping in touch with her on is the power back on i called the electrical company and of course they can't tell you when it's going to happen and uh, oddly enough, uh, here, here's um, something kind of funny that happened. The uh, Our voicemail system uh, goes through my phone. It's not my phone number, but I have it so it actually goes through my phone. So we had somebody call for the voicemail system. And so I don't pick up my phone now unless somebody leaves me a message if I don't recognize the number because I don't want to pick up and be like, oh, hello, and they're trying to leave a voicemail. Well, anyways, I thought the electrical company was going to try to call me back because it was another Michigan number and give me some more information. Of course, I wound up calling back one of our listeners and <laughs> uh, having that conversation being about how my power's out. But uh, got to talk a little bit with Mike. So cool conversation we had there. Yeah. But uh, so we get that taken care of. I figure out things with the kids, wind up being able to get the kids to my uh, to somebody for the night. I'm on my way back home. Oh, man. And then my car broke down on the highway.
1: <laughs> you texted me. And I went, it, are you serious, dude? Was it raining? Like, it was
0: raining. It was snowing. It was sleeting. I'm outside. And seriously, this happened. I'm outside with my hood up. And then I go to get back in the car. And I'm standing there. And a semi goes by. And just like, poosh, right in my face. All that, like mist and rain and snow and sleet. And I was just, f- I was
1: fun. put f- f- that music up more, man.
0: Oh yeah. I, I, the world's smallest violin just for me right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, so yep. So now we are only have one car. Honestly, thankful. I mean, I'm glad that wasn't worse, thankfully. And hopefully it's yeah. not too expensive, but it's at the shop and
1: you just say to yourself, some, you know, man, it figures it's the worst night. It's rainy, it's kind of cold out and you you know, it's a perfect storm, dude. You just
0: Yeah. And we have to and we have to record tonight because tomorrow is the release day cuz we always release yeah. on Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah. So it's just like chaos, <laughs> but uh but here we are. We made it. We're
1: dedicated. Yep, we're dedicated. Thanks. I'm on meds, so you never know what I could say during the show. So
0: Yeah. Well, you're pretty crazy, anyway. So, we gotta keep you in line. Yeah. But uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, that's. We'll leave that for the intro, and then we will go ahead and roll on into the content. Which, like we mentioned, it is Michigan State Week. So don't go anywhere, and we will get into the football talk. All right. And so it is here. Yep.
1: There it is. With
0: great anticipation. <laughs> yeah. But but not quite the same fanfare as we anticipated.
1: No. This is, you know, it's weird talking about this game now because if you, if you go back to what we, in the beginning of the season, and we are talking about this game coming up, this one, how important it was to oh, what yeah. we have now man, what, what a difference. Oh, not even half, well halfway through the year of football season has changed, right? Oh yeah. I mean, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. It's been a crazy dynamic for sure, because it is, I don't, nobody could say that they saw this coming because I mean, well, we were anticipating good things for Michigan and, Michigan sitting undefeated, 7-0, and 4-0 in conference. And we both anticipated, I think, Michigan State was going to have one or two losses by now. I think at least one. And uh, that was Notre Dame, which actually they wound up winning that one. But they sit at 2-5 and five overall, 0-4 in the conference.
1: That is crazy. So,
0: yeah, That's... so honestly, it, it, I'm a little bit bummed
1: out, you know? Yeah. You're one of them people, aren't you?
0: Well, I mean, I don't. I'm not all about. Oh, undefe- uh, it's it, any other year, I could really probably care less. Right. But you know, I thought we were going to be able to have that opportunity to kind of, you know, lay the smackdown, shock and awe, you know,
1: something like that, just kind of ruin things for Yeah, them. you want the smackdown, so they go. Well, we sucked anyways. Right. Yeah. So they, yeah. Well, we so- sucked anyways. You beating us wasn't a biggie anyways.
0: Yeah, that's what I don't want. I want want, it to be like.
1: That's what's going to happen. You know they are. We're going to lay smack down. They're going to go, oh, yeah, well, we weren't good anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah, well, they're already anticipating for that. They're already talking about that. They're like, oh,
0: we don't stand a (laughs) chance. We're going to lose. Yeah. But, but, okay, before we really get too far into about this year, I want to add some perspective here because I've gotten a little bit of flack Uh, about some stuff and some things on perspective and everything. And I, I, I'm not, I've not gone on my way to talk smack this year, right? This, this is me. And so I'm going to do a little explaining here. I, this is going to date me because I know that I'm not that old. And so eight years is a huge majority of my time of being a fan of Michigan football. It really has been. I mean, I I was a fan before then, mm-hmm. but when I, I mean, growing up in Michigan, everybody goes around asking at some point, and it was for me, it was in elementary, maybe if it was, even when it was in middle school, are you Michigan or Michigan State fan? You got to make the choice at some point in your life. And so I became a Michigan fan, but I probably watched more Michigan basketball than football because my dad's from Kentucky, and so he's... Mm-hmm. Uh, they were raised with basketball. So I didn't really get into whole Michigan football uh, fanatic mode until part of high school. It really exploded when I got into college. And so, I mean, I was in high school in the early two thousands. Okay. So we're looking at half of my major fandom and the most recent half, and the my most involved half, of being a Michigan fan has been this drought for Michigan. Oh. I mean, so I I've, I did not when it, when it was the glory the glory years or the better years, I was not as uh, involved into Michigan football as I am now. So I, I saw it through a difficult time. So I am not talking smack because I did I, I did it last year. And we saw what happened. And I'm not saying that I feel like it got jinxed or anything, but it's just like, I, I've i seen this for so long that it's just like, I'm, I mean, if somebody comes to me, I will talk smack, but I'm not going to go out of my way because it's just been too long. And I just want to see it done. I want to see yeah. it stamped. And so I'm not saying I'm not believing that's going to happen, but what I have personally been through, and since it's been so long, I'm just like, yeah. It'll be done, and then I will – then Michigan State can shut its mouth.
1: Now, are you doing it because the very fact is if you do talk smack and then they lose, the emotion of them losing is greater? Is that why?
0: Uh, no, not so much that. It's just kind of like uh, – I don't know. I think it's mainly because of last year where it's just – and I know last year we didn't go into – we. it wasn't – we weren't as good as we were going into it. I mean, Michigan State was better and everything, though, but it's just, I don't know. I, and it, it's kind of that fine line. I don't, I'm not, like I said, I'm not feeling like I'm jinxing it. I'm not saying that we're not going to win, but it's just, yeah, been so long and all this other stuff where I'm just like, yep, I'm, I'm just waiting to get on the other side. Yeah. I honestly believe it's going to happen. We're going to share our thoughts about how it's going to happen and all those details. But it's just like I am more. I, it's more for me the excitement of seeing it come to be than worrying about the stupid Michigan State fans right now.
1: Yeah. Well, for me, that's yeah. really. Oh, nervous. I get what you're saying, and I know what you mean because I haven't talked a lot smack either because you want to be on the other side of the hill. Once we get there, so but I'm also going. This is a tough one because, you know, obviously being on Twitter and social media and seeing that there are a lot of smack talk from, you know, from our side and well-deserved, you know, deserved too, because we've we got the best defense in country one of the best passing defenses in the country and the best defense as far as rushing, too. But, um, yeah, and I know we've been burned, and that play just sticks in our head terribly, and it did mine because, you know, I Thought we'd win that, you know, we we're going to win that game, and it comes on that play. But um, I haven't talked too much smack, and I'm kind of like you, but I'm also wondering, you know, I'm. It's just one of those things where I just, I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, do my prediction. You know, I, I bet think everybody knows I'm going to pick Michigan to whip this, you know, beat them badly. But you know, it's one of those games where I'm just like. I, I I just think it comes down to Jim Harbaugh, I think knows he has to win this game. Let's put let me put this question out to you, Caleb, and see if you how you're gonna answer. If let's say Michigan loses to Michigan State, are you willing are you gonna say that Coach D'Antonio is a better coach than Jim Harbaugh?
0: No. I wouldn't say that. Well, okay. It kind of depends on how the game goes down. I mean, last year on that last play, I mean, there was a poor choice of play call and some things like that.
1: I agree with that. Um,
0: But I, I mean, unless it looks like he, they are out coached on every front. Right. I I don't think I would say that. I mean, uh, but I mean, if somehow it flips and some crazy, thing happens where Michigan State won like fifty to zero or something like that, um that would that would be uh yeah uh something shocking to have to handle and everything but it's it's not gonna turn that way. Um but no I I wouldn't come out and say D'Antonio's a bad coach. Cur- I mean currently mm-hmm. like the the resume and everything and what they've uh kind of where State was last year, Michigan was last year, and how high of a program yeah. they have been, and everything. Not saying that they're a better coach, but just that he's in a better standing, I guess, right now. But Harbaugh's on the rise up, and D'Antonio, with the way this year's going, looks right. like he's on the way down. So. Yeah, I'll
1: say this. <laughs> if we lose this game, which I just cannot, will never, there's no way. But if they lose this game, I will say this loss. Will be probably one of the biggest losses in Michigan history, even the one against App State. Yeah, so, App state member won the what? What two to three in a row in their Division Two um, uh, championship. So they were a good team, and then obviously they moved them up to Division One. Uh, what a couple of years after that, or a year after that, I don't know. But uh, yeah. we're now up with us, you know, as far as like. Um, as far as the NCAA football goes, which is great. But this one is it, Michigan State is in such a disarray on the defense and quarterback and everything, offense, and they're on a down year and they're in a very down year and they're losing to just teams that are average and not even very good at all. And we're playing top notch, number one everywhere. It, you know, maybe not the offense, but as far as defense, running, passing, we're number one in the country on all those fronts is would be shocking. I would be shocked. I, I oh yeah, be.
0: and and so many would be too. But and and I will say this too. I know where you're coming from saying that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we're just on here for the show, kind of debating different ideas and concepts. So I know that you're not really thinking right. That's going to happen. You're bringing it up for a point of conversation. So before anybody attacks Craig. <laughs> sim it down.
1: Probably down. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it might happen, but it's just like a point of conversation, which is fine. I mean, you know, uh, but that's the thing too, where last year we had no idea what to expect. We had a great year greater than we thought we could have, uh, could have had, except for from the fact that we would have really liked to beat Michigan or Ohio state. Um, But a great year. So now this year, it's like, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. So uh, that that's where uh, that kind of leads us. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's different for everybody. And I know I'm probably going to get some flack from people for what I've been saying about how I'm not talking smack. And, you know, this is just kind of the unique situation from where we came from last year to this year where, I mean, normally I would. I've... For years I was, and and I will after and everything. And I'm not saying, like, immediately after the game, but next year I will, too. But it's just like it has been – this has just been such a drag between how Michigan has been against Michigan State and Ohio State for these eight-so years. And like I said, this has been a majority of my fandom that I'm just waiting to be able to – after the game is done, after it goes down to zeros. take that sigh of relief and be like I'm so happy that we are at this point. Yeah, and that's more yeah. important to me than
1: Oh, you I know. Know, remember in the beginning talking of the smack we talking to this? individual yeah. fans. Yeah, remember in what? the beginning of the year we were talking like that as we were yeah. saying, um I said this game there's no way in the world Jim Harlow is going to lose this game. He's going to yeah. have this team so focused. I, I even said this team's gone submarine. I mean, I, I I actually believe even Jim said, look, if I see any spear in the field, you know, that you spiked in the in the spike in the field shenanigans that under Hoke and when his team went there to Michigan State, that was the last time I believe and you know, we lost. But um, if he does that, I'd say Jim Harbaugh would say you're off the team or you're gone you're not even going to play you're sitting on the bench there's no way i don't see this team talk in fact i've been on a lot of social media i've watched what they've said none of them have talked smack none of them have even said anything michigan state players have but i'm telling you man i think jim harbaugh has got these guys focused razor sharp and ready to go yeah so
0: yeah no i agree i um well to uh To kind of add a little bit more to what I'm saying and wrap it up a little bit and put some things in perspective that I'll be bringing up, uh, addressing later as well. It's been like eight years of embarrassment, really. I mean, just with how dominant Michigan State has been over Michigan. And so, I mean, we've had one win in that span time, and that was even an ugly win. But I went through and
1: looked at stats. That was by. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And we, and in five categories for the amount of passing uh, passing yards for the amount of rush, total rushing yards for the total number of yards Mm -hmm. for number of first downs and third down conversions. Um, I was going to add more, but I just didn't have time, but for those five areas of stats, Michigan state has beaten Michigan every single contest. Um, Let's see. Last year, uh, Michigan State led in three of those five categories. The year before that, it was all five categories. Then, before that, it was all five categories. Then, yeah. the year before that, it was uh, they were even on one of them, and so they both went two and two for those categories. But then, uh, the year before that, it was uh, three categories for Michigan State. Then, before that, it was, again, five categories were led by Michigan State And then the the first of those eight years, Michigan State had led in four of those categories. So it has just, I mean, it it hasn't even really been a contest. Right. Really. I mean, even in the year that Michigan won, where was it? (laughs) In the year that Michigan won, they split.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's just... I mean yeah.
1: I was at that game that last time that Michigan beat Michigan State. I was at that game with uh Denard Robinson and yeah. they had uh yeah just they won we won by a field goal. So, and yeah. yeah.
0: So, well, I I will say something now um and uh I'll bring it up again later and explain it, but I uh there are some things about this game that scare me. Okay. And so when we get into breaking it down, I will bring it up. Yeah. And I will uh I will let everybody understand exactly where I am coming from that. But uh but so into the game, more into this matchup, we know how uh attitudes have been between Michigan and Michigan State. We know how coach D'Antonio has been uh from what seems like the beginning of time, preaching disrespect and Uh, throwing disrespect at Michigan and yet thinking somehow that it's not the same concept. Um, And he's even said things this year and uh, you know, those who have already stayed are champions and things like that. So there's the drama around the coaches and then there's drama around the players. And like you said before, Michigan is coming in very focused and both sides, it looks like, Understand the concept that this is the rivalry game and that really, honestly, anything can happen. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts from what we have seen so far transpire this week on the players' mindsets? Uh, I know that we see more of what Michigan comes from the Michigan side, but, you Mm -hmm. know, the players' mindsets going into this game on both sides.
1: Well, I'll obviously state, you know, some of the Michigan State players are folk you know, riding the whole disrespect train, like you said, constantly You And I've said it quite a bit on Twitter because this is getting old. And the shtick that they keep throwing out on that—it's just ridiculous. They have nothing to go by, just because what <laughs> we we have facts, we have stats that back our claim that we are the number one defense in the country one of the best in the country and then somehow Michigan State's all yeah. pissed off and feeling disrespected because we are and I'm like well, what would you expect us to do you know you guys are a joke because the very fact is our team's playing really well we should be very they say arrogant I'm just saying we're finally our, our football team's back to where it should be and Jim Harbaugh's brought us there and it's this pathetic way of them saying, we're never getting any respect. Well, no, you didn't. You lost five in a row. You haven't even won a Big Ten game yet. You lost to mediocre teams, and yet you still expect to get picked to win. No, you're not. So just to chalk it up as I want one Michigan State player to say this. Look, we have to play our best game. Our best game, have no turnovers and no mistakes in order to beat this team, Michigan, in order to beat them. And that's what I want to hear. But no, we don't hear that from them. They just keep chirping in on the same thing. But I just feel like Jim Harbaugh has them focused. And I've noticed that D'Antonio, since the beginning, the first two games, he's kind of had a little bit of arrogance about him. And I've noticed that arrogance actually went away because, you know, he's piped in on saying how Harbaugh is probably one of the best coaches he's ever seen. And I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. It's him. Well, yeah, if he loses, he
0: has to lose to a
1: good coach. Right. But giving him a little bit of humble pie, Coach D'Antoni would never say that. You know, he would never say what a good coach Jim Harbaugh was. But now he's doing it because it's like, hey, you know what? Jim Jim Harbaugh has always given Mark D'Antonio one of the best – You know, saying this is this is one. uh, He is an amazing coach in the past eight years, and giving him uh, the props for doing that by taking uh, and developing players and making them a great team and beating our butts. And Coach Harbaugh knows that, and he's giving them props to him. But then you get Coach Tantonio now is chiming in saying, "Jim Harbaugh is one of the best coaches. Why?" because he knows he knows that man my team is just not playing good they're not a good team they're not a good team and they know it they have a lot of issues on quarterback they don't we don't in fact what i heard last was um michigan jim harbor has got you know they're all ready for three quarterbacks they're training right now for three quarterbacks because they don't know who they're gonna use
0: oh yeah so, i uh I was looking at that too and I was just kind of like usually we come in here with a lot of stats and talk about performance of players and I know that a lot more Michigan players are on top and getting ready for this game and no more because it's Michigan State. Right. And so we're not gonna be covering as much of that this week. But yeah, I'm just kinda of like looking at this and I'm just like okay, which quarterback do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, you got O'Connor's got a foot injury, so you never you don't even know if he's gonna come in, but I'm guessing they're gonna throw in that uh um, that red shirt freshman and you know, what is his name the is that how you say it <laughs> uh, uh yeah something like that Luwerk maybe the okay i'm mean, gonna throw him in there and you know and i don't know if they'll use the other guy but uh, um but um i'm guessing those those two will switch on and off during the whole game but um yeah it's just it they got to get this run if you know, they can't even run on us because we're number, what, one or two in the country. I mean, we got L.J. Scott running for Michigan State. He's a really good runner back. In fact, he had a, what, breakout season last year. He had like yeah. 11 touchdowns. Great. He had a great year. This was his breakout year. And, yet they can't even get a passing game down. And you're going up against the best rushing defensive team in the country. We are. And it's just it's unbelievable. And I don't see any part of this game at all that Michigan state can win this game at all. And the only way I can see them winning is I said, the only way Michigan's going to lose is Michigan beating themselves up. There's just no way. Yeah. It's, yep. There's no way. I, I don't see anything. I'm looking at things all the way down from front end to back end to defense, the to specialty, everything. And it all speaks to, there's no way Michigan should lose this game and we should beat them by way over 30 points. And the only way we can lose is by Michigan having the worst game of their lives and not even trying. It's just, I can't imagine it.
0: Yeah, no, it, and that is the best way to say it. Where really, it looks like the only way that Michigan State is going to win is if Michigan beats themselves.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Turnovers, throwing bad passes. You know, drop ball. You know, fumbles. Um, not being ready on special teams, you know things like that. It just gives them good field position, everything like that. And you know, met, missing tackles. Remember, we were talking about tackling was you know putrid in a couple of games, with even against Colorado. Um, but uh, this whole year has been really weird because you had. Michigan State coming in thinking they're in the top 10 team, top 20, and they're not. They're actually way worse than that. They're actually at the bottom. And then you got Colorado came in way at the bottom. Everybody said you had an easy schedule, and then Colorado comes in and does, you know, they're actually a, a very underrated team. And then you get Wisconsin, the same thing. They're way underrated for their defense. And it's just all these variables coming in to go on, like you said, it is kind of a bummer <laughs> that yeah. Michigan states not that is not a good team and but like I said, this game right here means everything to them, and how do you how do you play that way and that's why you need Michigan needs to play one like. This game means everything to them, too. Each game does, and I think they've been playing that way. Every game that they play, even against Rutgers, there's no way in a Brady-Hoke era that we would have played, beat them by that much in the oh, no. score. There's no way. Nope. Even if even with the same players, because Jim Harbaugh just knows, I'm here not even to crush you, but I'm putting my our foot on your, your neck, and we're going to beat you badly. And this game is just set up for Peppers to have a great game. It's just, this is what he's going to use him for. This is his game.
0: Yep. That's, that's what we've been talking about this season, looking forward to this game for Peppers. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I forgot to collect them by, I I, on social media. I mean, you can see it all around where if you look at just about every um, statistical category for the team's, Um, and I'm not going to say every single one, but most every single one, Michigan is ahead of Michigan State. You know, totally, definitely on defense, we've seen those numbers, but even on offense, the productivity that we've had. um, And so all the favor leaning onto Michigan's side, especially seeing as the uh, heavy favored. But Michigan State has already allowed quite a few points. I mean – Notre Dame put up 28 Wisconsin put up 30 uh byU 31 and uh Maryland 28 and then the stadium record for points allowed in Lansing was set by Northwestern this year Northwestern who like started off awful yeah um yeah they uh they put up 54 they're playing better mm-hmm. yeah so I um I there's just the, you don't see it from their defense. You don't see it from their offense, um, and this does set up for a perfect opportunity uh, for Peppers to have a big stage. I mean, I I know that it's not yep. as big of a game as we anticipated, like we've already said, because of where Michigan State's at with their record. But it's still a big stage because it's the rivalry. There's going to be a lot of hype around it. It's going to be interesting to see how many Michigan fans are in the stadium because of Michigan State fans selling their tickets.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. They're not. Yeah. They're not even selling out. I mean, a lot of Spartan fans aren't, aren't even going. Yeah. I mean, I know people that aren't even going. I mean, I heard last time they're selling for like cheap. They're just. <laughs> I'm like, well, so much for your fandom you know holy yeah. smokes i mean you never see a michigan game like that We just regardless if we were sucking or not we just we went yeah state. we had so
0: we had down games but yeah, nothing nothing quite like this or anything
1: yeah so well, and here's and that's a, for, the thing yeah here's an inter- inter- interesting stat you got state who's thrown what 59% of passes for 1600 yards and 12 touchdowns and eight interceptions michigan's allowed For the opposition, 40 percent of their passes for 77 or 777 yards and six touchdowns with seven interceptions. What's that tell you? It just doesn't look good, man. It's because you got, you know, Lewis and you got Stribling just shutting that those sides of the field. And it's just going to be really tough for them to throw the ball on us. And you got Wormley out there just saying our job is to just crush the quarterback. (laughs) just like yeah to me it's just game is gonna look good i'm just gonna be shocked if it doesn't it just i won't i just i will be i'll just be shocked so
0: yeah um man i am i'm just looking at some of these things and uh just thinking about some of the questions that we can have for later for um some of the locket or dumping, I'm just kind of chuckling at some of the stuff here. But um before we get to that, I, I will mention that I, I talked about I am scared about this game. is mm-hmm. a little bit that
1: scares me and it's I know not it is. It, I think you know what it is. I do I do know what it is and it scares the heck out of me too.
0: It's not losing the game.
1: Nope. I know what it is.
0: It's it's not the MSU fans and anything that they can do, nope. it's it's not about playing in Lansing. No. Nope. It is about playing against a team that has absolutely nothing to lose. And that means I don't think they're going to play to beat us. I think yeah. they're going to play to hurt us.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: And that's and that kind of scares the crap out of me. Yep. Yep. Because they could go in and they... I mean, we've seen it years past when it. I feel like Emma, Michigan State is more mad than when they were officially, unofficially, whatever. Right. Being disrespected. You know, when they were actually, you know, a good team and maybe they weren't getting as much love as they should have or whatever. I feel like they are more mad and upset now because of their situation. Right. And I feel like they're going to kind of for a lesser word, throw a tantrum and instead of out going out there and having a fair game and a fair fight that they are going to just up the ante and we've seen twist the helmets before, we've seen punches thrown, we've seen things go behind officials' backs, and I think this year it is you we can see an increase in that because it's almost like they don't care. And even if a player does something the only other game that seems like they're really going to care about is maybe the Ohio state game. And if anybody gets thrown out or anything like that, they'll be back by the Ohio state game.
1: Yeah. And you're obviously talking about the, uh, Riley or what do they call him, Boa or bulldog. But, um, yeah, he's I'm a, dir- he's a, yeah, Boa. He's a dirty player. We all know that he's been, uh, that last game they played against in Maryland. He had multiple, uh, uh, foul uh, penalties against him and that's why and then obviously the targeting you know so he was ejected from the game he's going to be playing full in this game because the that targeting call was in the first half of the game so he will be playing um, this game the whole game but yeah you're right I you know I'm glad you brought that up because I almost forgot about that and that scares me half to death because you know we're talking we got Jabril Prepper is one of the probably top four players in the country and up for the Heisman, and he is just dynamic. And it scares me to death that you got a player like him, like you said, are just going to be mad as hell because their team sucks, and they're not playing up their potential that they should be. And what do you do when that happens? You just play angry. And you're not playing angry, like winning angry, like you have a good team. It's like angry that Michigan is good, and we're just going to be... You know, we're just gonna, like you said, kind of cheat in a way, or get in there and just start hurting people and and playing that way, and that's what scares me in this game. And you're right, and I've mentioned that on social media, and I've talked about that too. That uh, I, w- I worry about, like peppers getting through there, and then one of those linebackers hitting them in the legs or the knee and taking out his you know legs or something like that. So it, it, yeah, it, it, if yeah. If the if the refs don't get on that, you know. And it could turn ugly. Yeah, it could turn ugly and they need to really start understanding that. Like we'll throw you out of the game. So
0: Yeah, high hits, low hits, late hits, mm. uh the what goes on and, yep. and pile ups and things like that. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, man. I, I they, they feed off of that whole disrespect thing and they play Yeah. Uh, what you, I guess you might call, you know, junk uh, backyard football, which, which, you know, to a certain level is fine. I mean, you're going to have those rough players out there, but there is a line. Right. And I never, I, my concept is you want to inflict fear into the other team to the point where they second guess what they're doing. And maybe they're sore, but you don't want to actually physically hurt them. Or better word, injure them. Yeah, hurt, hurting and pain—you know—inflict it. Go for it. But injury is another thing. You know, mm-hmm. you want them to hurt. You want them to be sore. You want them to—you know—second guess what they're doing because it's just like, man, you know, I got laid out on that last play, and I'm—I'm I'm still feeling it. You do you, that is fine. But this and what we've seen in years past, and just the attitude that I've seen. With some of the players and their whole yeah. persona around their team, sometimes just looks like that whole we want to go out there and get you off the field and we want to injure you and put you on the bench.
1: Yeah. And I'm also worried, even for our team, that we're going to be so pissed off that we're going to like hurt them or we're going to have uh, targeting calls or we're going to have uh, calls that are like people ejected or, you know, it's going to get ugly and you have retaliation, you get people that are just undisciplined. And it'll be up to the coaches to, you know, keep that in check. Like you said, you want to play angry and you want to play well, but not to a point where you lose your head. And I want both teams to not do that. But, man, I'm telling you, Caleb, this this could be a game where, you know, somebody could get ejected. I don't know who it's going to be or somebody's going to get thrown out. <laughs> but yeah. – it, it, It's starting to feel that way to me, and I'm worried that it'll be one of our guys. I hope not, you know, just by dumb penalty or dumb call. I mean, we could be winning by 40 points, you know, and if we are, we'd still be like grinding it and doing bad hits, and I don't want that either from our side. So I want us to play disciplined, but yet hit them and hit them hard and and hurt, like you said, strike fear into them, but have good gamemanship and put sportsmanship about it but yeah this the ugliness of this game I'm not exactly sure where it's going to go, but man, you got one team that's on a very high level number two in the country, and you got one team that their expectations throughout this whole year was dashed, they haven't won one game, and they're going to want to play the Hardest, and doesn't matter how they're going to play, they're just going to go out there and hit somebody. Well, so,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, this is, they would love nothing more than ruining Michigan's season, and if they can't get it by beating Michigan, you sure then can get it later on. They could look at getting it through right taking out a player, and I'm not I'm not really saying that they're going to go out there with the mindset of oh, I'm going to break this guy's leg, right. but. You know, I mean, taking it too far. I don't know. It's just there. It's it's some that, you know, is some to worry about because, yeah, we'll just kind of have to see. And hopefully it doesn't get that nasty. But, yeah, you're definitely right where something somebody could get thrown out. And, you know, I mean, if there is that an injury for us that happens and there's a whole lot of question of what happened with uh, what caused it and everything, there might be fights break out. Oh, yeah, there will be. I think our players will do pretty well keeping their cool as long as it doesn't go to the crazy extreme of, uh, you know, you know, maybe Michigan state players actually beating up on a Michigan player or a straight up God awful injury happening. So we'll just kind of have to see that, but. So let's transition
1: to, you know, a question for you is where Remember, you know, I threw up that, um, I didn't throw up. Well, I could with these meds. You never know, man. <laughs> but uh, um, that uh, poll I, I put out there on, you know, the running back situation from Michigan and, you know, who 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 they think should, you know, if he, we went to a one uh, running back yeah, system, which Jim Harbaugh is not, but I just kind of threw it out there as fiction and just said, hey, it'll be interesting what everybody thought. And I thought it was a really good poll. And to see what everybody else thought and, you know, and everybody, you know, the majority picked Higdon as their, they would like to see him as the main running back. And I said, you know, I don't know if that's prisoner of moment because he had such a good game the last game against Illinois. You know, what do you see? obviously he's going to obviously just keep putting different players in, but who do you see as the running back who's going to be? I guess, run successful against Michigan State. Who do you think is going to be in it? I don't think Evans is going to run. I don't know if he's going to play because of that concussion protocol yeah. still in. But what do you see in this game as far as running back?
0: I see Jabril Peppers. Yeah, you really? Breaking tackles, going crazy. Uh, I don't know if he'll be leading, but I could see him out there getting some bit plays. Yeah, Wildcat getting out there, even just straight-up running back right? uh, with Spade in there at quarterback. I I can see him getting some crazy running plays. But as far as legitimate running back, I think Smith is going to have a day because he is bigger, stronger, and going to be able to take uh, hits better, and he can knock people over. But also Michigan State has some crazy holes in the front of their defensive line. Yes, they do. Yeah. And so that is Smith's strength is going right down the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think that he will uh he will have a, a good running day. Um and I'll I'll go ahead and say that he'll probably be the running running back that has uh the most yards and kind of runs up and down the field. I do think we'll have success on the outside and everything, but just from what I've watched from Michigan State, they've yeah. got holes in that line.
1: Yeah. Do you um, think that, and, you, do you think during the year, obviously, De'Veon's had some good moments during games. He's had a couple of games where it was just him, you know, doing most of the damage, you know, over 100 yards. But do you see him, you know, Jim Harbaugh um, doing this on purpose? Like, you think he was kind of saving – Devon throughout these games not giving him the majority of the carries for this moment. Do you see um, Jim Harbaugh going? You know, I'm going to protect this guy and his legs and his health for this very game, where you know we might just give him the ball, the rock most of the time, and I want to see Devion just do what he does, like he did against Florida.
0: Yeah, I, I guess uh, to a certain extent, I think it's going to be more than just this game, but I. I know, I, I I don't know, I feel that Harbaugh wanted to keep him healthier, th- or healthy throughout the entire season, so not to wear him down a whole lot, because we saw what happened with him last year, where he was out for a little while, because of injuries. Yep. And so I think that there are specific times, specific games, specific opponents that mm. they want him to be ready for, and this I believe is one of them. So, I do believe other um, running backs are going to do well. I think the top 2 are going to be uh Smith and Higdon. Oh, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I mean it, I know
1: yeah, I think he's just running great. I mean, he yeah, yeah he's doing well.
0: I think Isaac's going to uh can do well also, but I with the way Higdon's been uh inside or even going to the outside, um I I think that he could have a good day as well and um uh, Yeah, I mean everybody's just really had their day and had their games that they've done well, but just with how well Higdon's been doing, and like I said, those holes in the middle, I'll go with Smith on that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it'll that'll be kind of interesting to
1: see. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, you know, and then you know we bait, you know, switch over to Spate and how he's going to do against Michigan State, and I just think he's just going to kind of do like he does, like he did with Illinois. I think he's just going to be very. Spate's not a guy that's going to put up a bunch of gaudy numbers. He's just not going to. He's not going to go be a guy that's going, oh, look, at Spate threw over 350 yards and won the game, you know, just destroyed him. He's not that kind of guy. He's the kind of guy that says, hey, he threw for 200 yards and had two touchdowns, but he didn't turn the ball over. That's what I like about Spate. Spate is very – is – I'm not worried about him anymore like I used to be because the very fact is he's such a smart player that he's like, look, I'd rather have low numbers with two touchdowns and zero turnovers than when we had Devin Gardner, who would be like 300 and something yards, three touchdowns and two fumbles, two interceptions and that costs us the game. And I think, you know, Spates just been a smart player. He's been like, look, I'm going to go, I'm going to take a sack. I'm not going to try to, th-. he had one play I just absolutely loved. And I watched him. I said, wow, he is really learning and coming a long ways. When he had two players in his face and he actually had that ball cocked and ready to throw it. Like, cause he knew it. And he's, he's almost thinking I need to make a play out of this bad because the pocket collapsed and he just went down and said, forget that I'm not going to force anything. And I said, that's smart. That is a smart yeah. player. And I went good for you because the quarterbacks in our, you know, we've lived with, like you said, for eight to 10 years have been those players where they try to force something. And he just said, forget it. I'm just going to go down. And I went, man, that's a smart play. I love that. So he's been doing really, really well in that and what he's doing. So,
0: Yeah yeah he has been doing really well. We've said that uh like uh he's not flashy, but he does what he needs to yeah, and that's it i mean we we appreciate that about him and uh he's getting the job done. I think that he will have one of his better games against michigan state mm, okay i really do um i i they their secondary has gone burned time and time again and i think it's going to happen here. I think there are going to be some big plays, maybe not throwing a deep, but yep. as far as maybe uh, you know, mid-range throw but just wide open field and breaking things open. I think he's going to have one of his better games. I hmm. won't really throw out their his exact stats uh to anticipate, but I think that he will have a good good performance this Saturday.
1: Yeah, we got Perry coming back, so Grant Perry will be back in the s- slot. So, and I know Spate, you know, enjoys throwing to him once in a while, so, which is good. Um, but you're right; he's just going to be very methodical. And you're right; Michigan State has a not a very good defense uh, secondary at all. So, and I think. He- our front line has been blocking really well, and I think there's times where you know Spade's just going to have a, a day where he's just going to methodically get the ball down. And you know what happens when you get to the 10 yard line? What happens is is Jim Harbaugh is not a guy that's like, hey, guess what, Spade? I want you to throw in a touchdown. He really doesn't do that too much. He usually methodically goes, no, I'm going to run this ball down your throat, and I'm going to score that way, and I'm going to wear you guys out. So yeah. But yeah, for sure. So to hell, uh, score another one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Just like every game, man, yeah, all the time, every game. Yep. So um, we're running long already, and everything. And I know we're gonna have a lot more to say. So to kind of keep conversation moving into different categories, um, I have more to go back to on how I talked about the past eight years, yeah, in um, the rivalry and everything. So I'll mention. Um. Before we get into score predictions and everything, but what I kind of what I would love to see from this game because I, I want to see one of the best performances by any team in this past like ten years. Right. And so the most passing yards that we've seen in these past eight years is three hundred fifty-one yards. The most rushing yards by any team is about two forty-nine. Overall was five hundred thirty-six. Most first downs twenty-four. And the best third down conversion rate was fifty percent. Most points scored was thirty-five. Wow. Okay. I if I got that right, let me see thirty-five. Because I had a lot of the stats to go through, but I think thirty-five was the highest in that. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So, anyway, so what I this is what I would love to see. I, first of all, the the thing that would be just the cherry on the top and the best scenario ever would be to beat all those categories but that's i mean you're talking about the the overall yards would have to be over 600 yards right. which would be insane if that happened oh oh my god <laughs> but um what i honestly think could happen and why i would love to see happen is uh over 200 yards passing
1: mm-hmm.
0: more than 250 yards rushing oh yeah uh, so you're talking like more than uh, 450 yards uh, total. But I do th- I would love to see uh, more 24 first downs or more and definitely a higher percentage than 50% for third down. And I, I honestly believe this one and think this one, but more than 35 points. I would love to beat that record that Northwestern set just yep. a few games before on how many points have been scored against Lans- uh michigan state in
1: east lansing mm-hmm. and that was i believe 54 so right well you're right and i don't i don't think you know i think michigan will probably get those you know probably around over 250 you know i think they'll probably get that rushing yards but i tell you what i this might be a game where they don't have that many yards. They only get like 500 total yards because I think our field position is going to be always good. I think we're just going to. I think when they're just going to punt uh, Jabril Peppers on the kickoff returns, that we're just. He just gets us good field. <laughs> he's always going to keep us on our side, you know, on the side of the field where we can score. And so I just, you know, and when you're only going, what, 45 yards, to 50 yards a score, it doesn't really bode much for getting a lot of total yards. So I just think that we're just going to always going to be in good field position because of him. And I don't think we're going to be doing the, you know, moving the ball from one end to the other. I just, I think we're just going to be, you know, moving the ball and just running on him and doing well that way and forcing turnovers. I think we're going to have at least two to three turnovers. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially yeah, with how our defense is, and this is going to be the best defense that Michigan State is going up against, and they've already proven that they have a hard time uh, yeah. keeping hold of the ball. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing that I'll say before we move on, I would love to see because if everybody remembers, we had that year that we had negative rushing yards. Yeah. I would love to see if we could do it to them I honestly oh, I do. Yeah, I'd agree. know if we could but that that would be amazing as well <laughs> yeah. so with that being said I can't remember exactly the order that we go into but I guess maybe we will go into uh, lock it or dump it sure uh, yeah lock it or dump it and then we'll do uh, the score predictions and everything so lock it or dump it I've got a couple things here or a few. So we have done a really good job controlling the rushing yards. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. With our defense. So I'm going to say the first lock it or dump it. Michigan State will have more than 75 rushing yards total. Lock it or dump it. I
1: say lock it because that's oh. all they're going to be able to do.
0: Okay, so you're saying, lock it, Mm -hmm. that they will have more than 75 yards. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that you heard more. Okay, I am going to dump it. So I just, I think that it's going to be a big dominant performance for the Michigan State defense on passing and rushing. And there are definitely going to be a lot of negative yards. Um, And and I'm not saying that they're not going to have even rushing yards, but I think the sacks and the tackles for loss uh, are just going to keep that number low. Right. So um, then peppers will have two or more touchdowns for the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Lock. Oh, two or more, I say. Yeah. Uh, lock it. Lock it.
0: I am a little bit torn. I wanted to make the number a little bit higher, but I don't know. I mean, he—the only game that he's had two touchdowns. Correct me if I'm wrong. Rutgers, I believe. But okay, I, I haven't really reviewed. it. I think, I I think
1: he, he's. You know, I think Jim Harbaugh is going to show off his what his. His weapon, man. just. I,
0: th- I think so too. I should, man. I should make that higher. Should I make that number higher?
1: I think he's going to do one, obviously, on a, you know maybe on a putt return or whatever, and then on the wildcat and or something like that. That you know he'll use him in that area. And...
0: Okay. All right. All right. Maybe I, I feel like maybe I'm making this a little bit too easy. Should I? Should I move that to three? Should I say three? Sure.
1: You move it to three, and then I'll say, nah, dump it.
0: Oh, you're gonna dump it? Dang it. Okay. Because. The thing that I was going to do is I, I was going to dump it to uh, putting it at three. Yeah, because I, I feel like people are going to expect him to do a lot and, and he will. But right I'm, I'm not thinking that he'll have more than two touchdowns. So, OK. All right. We changed that. We're moving <laughs> it to three. So, OK, so here's one. And we talked about it a little bit before. There will be a player ejected from this game.
1: Oh, block it.
0: <laughs> lock
1: it. seriously yeah, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so then then uh I will go ahead and
1: to say that, isn't it? Jeez.
0: Oh man, I I'm a little I I'll I'll lock it too. But uh then the really interesting question would be is it gonna be a Michigan State player or is it gonna be a Michigan player? So, but we don't really have to go in and break that down. We're we're yeah. running long here, real long. It's gonna be a long episode, but it's a good episode. Yeah, I think we went long last yeah, year that's too. Okay. But I've been gone, yeah. so yeah, it's it's a welcome back tour for Craig. Yeah. So, okay, well, um, what we then will do before we do the prediction for the actual score of the game is we have to pick our game locks. Mm-hmm. So we have. Uh, the Michigan-Michigan State game, number two Michigan at Michigan State. It's 24-and-a-half point favorite over under 54. But uh, then to get into the other games, uh, Penn State is at Purdue. Penn State now ranked 24 after beating number two oh, yeah. Ohio State last week. Uh, they're a 13-and-a-half point favorite. Minnesota is on the road at Illinois, and they are a nine-point favorite. Maryland is at Indiana, and Indiana is actually the five-point favorite. Mm-hmm. Ohio State, now ranked number six, is hosting Northwestern, and they are twenty-six and a half-point favorite. Jeez! Wow. Interesting night matchup of the week is number seven Nebraska at number eleven Wisconsin. Wisconsin being the nine-point favorites. Mm. Okay. So this is a tough week, man. Yeah. Do you want me to go first, or do you want to pick one? I'll let you pick first, so that you have your choice. Because I feel bad that you've pick Penn
1: State beating uh,
0: Purdue. Okay, my lot. So, covering the spread of thirteen and a half. Man, I am. Minnesota has had their quarterback problems. Yeah, Maryland has hated my guts when I've bet with them recently. Um, bum, ba dum, dum, Oh, man. I think I'm going to. I really hate this, man. You picked the best one. So I guess pro- what I will go ahead and do, because I'll, I'll be happy if they prove me wrong, I'll go ahead and take Ohio State covering the 26 and a half point spread.
1: Wow. Okay. Be-
0: because I think they're going to. Be playing pissed, pissed off, off. yeah. Because last week, so. But hey, Northwestern, if you prove me wrong, I'll be okay with that.
1: Yeah, then Northwestern been playing well, so. Yeah, you know, uh, they, Yeah, I think they the state off. showed that uh, they're beatable and how to beat them. So.
0: Yeah, they started off rough, but they they are doing better. So. Yeah. But um, okay, so then that brings us to the score prediction for the Michigan-Michigan State game. Yep. So I am going to let you go first, Craig. Give a little explanation of your thought process and then give your score prediction.
1: Okay. I think Michigan is going to win 52-13. to Um, I think Michigan State will probably get a one touchdown i don't know why i just do but uh and a couple field goals but uh i think we're just gonna run it i i even expect michigan to even get past 52 points but i'll leave it at that but uh too many weapons way too many weapons on both sides of the ball um way too many running backs i mean they, we can key off on throwing Devion in there isaac eggton Anybody can get in there, and it, they just don't know. And we're, we have fresh legs coming in there all the time. You mm-hmm. got J.U. Chesson, you got Darbo, you got Jake Butt tight in. And then you saw Wheatley getting a touchdown. You might see him a little bit more, which is cool. And, and Perry's back, which is great. So we're at full force. Um, yeah, so, yeah. All right. Nice. Very generous.
0: Yeah. Well, I uh, I am uh, I'm going to go a little bit more extreme than you. Really close, though. Uh, I am going to go ahead and give Michigan ten points, a little bit less than you had, and then I will say Michigan puts up fifty-five. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah. So winning by forty-five points, and so they beat the highest score. That has been scored by either team in the past eight years. And they surpass Northwestern's 54 points that they scored a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so I am going with the 55 to 10 for the final score. I just think uh, may- maybe the first quarter is slow. I don't think it's going to really be like that. Michigan no. has uh, gone off to fast starts. And th- this is one of those games where they're not going to stop. No, that, I mean, you know, eventually maybe at the end they're going to have um, not the the uh, full starting crew in. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they completely blow the lid off of this, they're going to keep a lot of the good players in, rotating in there just to keep yeah. uh, a firm grip on things, because partially because of what happened last year. I mean, it was never in the bag for Michigan, mm-hmm. but we thought we had it until the last crazy play. So they are just going to go make sure it gets done and so putting up i believe was that like seven touchdowns then and two field goals i just you know michigan's gonna take care of business and uh and yeah it's gonna be a good day for wolverine fans yep like we
1: said the only way they're gonna lose is michigan beating michigan that's the only way and and you know, I don't see Jim Harbaugh letting that get done at all. I'm seeing them, I haven't seen one game where they did that. You could say maybe in the first quarter of uh, the Colorado game where you know, missed, a lot of missed tackles, some misreads, and some lazy play plays, taken off plays against them. But after that, it was just no. <laughs> so. Yep, yeah, nope, I like
0: it. There we are. We've got our predictions.
1: There you go, Michigan fans. Um gonna be a good game man so we're looking forward to it yeah well
0: let's uh let's go ahead and transition here to our closing thoughts man we are pushing time but ah, yeah, whatever who the heck cares but here we go we'll transition into some closing thoughts then here All right, so I know it wasn't the normal episode. I know that we went ahead and just kind of gave a little bit of a look over the past uh, eight years of the series and everything, uh, so we didn't get to put in as many stats as we normally do, but I feel like everybody's kind of got their mindset on this week anyways. so more people are in the know-how and realize what's going on with these teams. And, yeah, it is Michigan State week, and I am uh, – I'm looking forward to it and I will, like I said, breathe a sigh of relief after it's said and done, I believe, from what we're anticipating what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, I will do and it'll be good good day. I'm gonna be very happy, you know. And are you still going? Um uh, oh to the game? Probably not. Yeah. I'm probably still gonna be trying to heal up, so but uh Okay. Um, you know, it depends. If I can get to uh, – tickets i don't know we'll see you know i'll talk to rashawn you we'll see if i can go and you know maybe hang out but uh we'll see i don't i don't know i'm, I'm still kind of up in the air on whether how i'll feel so but
0: uh, yeah well i hope that works out for us yeah, so be- um but yeah and in, in closing uh thoughts and everything you know i forgot to mention at the beginning Been trying to purpose more of mentioning it at the beginning but check out the facebook group uh, the blue network everything michigan football that's uh yeah. with us and we, can, uh, we got is. a lot
1: of got some new people in there we got quite a few added so yeah keep getting in there oh yeah Well,
0: there's a lot more michigan fans out there on facebook than are in our facebook group yeah. and so we expect uh more participation from everybody yeah uh, it's been great so far, and it's just continuing to grow. Grow. So uh, share the information, invite people, and uh, join in the conversations and everything. We also have uh, caption of the Week back up uh, after the bye week. We've got this ba- that back going up. I announced the winner last time. I'll have to put it up on social media to make sure to communicate that to people. Um, but uh, participating in that for the ra- uh, the raffle drawing at the end of the season. People are enjoying and, them,
1: man. Yeah, yeah really get hit. some...
0: Yeah, I like it. I think it's been pretty fun. I mean, you see those captioning things all the time, <laughs> but this is actual caption competition because there will be a prize.
1: I know, and that's the thing is, you know, me, there's some funny people out there. You guys are smart, funny, and our fa- our fans, man, they're I mean, they get they're pretty funny stuff. <laughs> Even I laugh and chuckle. Say, man, I didn't think of that. But, oh yeah, for
0: sure. So. uh I, uh, what I, we were kind of running out of time, so I didn't get a chance to, um, to say it here, or not say it, but share it, and for us to be able to discuss it, but I do have, uh, while due here as, uh, closing things out, I do have a couple voicemails that some, uh, fans left and everything, um, for the show, and we will go ahead and share that as kind of we're closing out and everything, and... Oh, yeah, well you know if i'm a little, if i'm organized and actually can find things that i'm trying to look for here you know but uh here we go we will, uh yeah we've got a couple of voicemails here to share i i will say um i think we had a problem with one of the voicemails so sorry that it didn't come through i believe it was uh uh mike's actually and so i'll say that up front that sorry that that the voicemail didn't come through uh but here are the voicemails that we got from some people hey Blues Brothers blue brothers
1: with Sean from Muskegon. uh brother for blue um, hardball hardball uh, yeah no more gift six from Michigan State nobody's picked up that hashtag and maybe everybody wants to forget it sure. Anyway, no more gift six hardball's not going to let that happen ever again <laughs> go blue nice Hi, this is Jay Radigan from Windsor, Ontario. Just calling in to say that uh, after watching Mark D'Antonio run around our field last year with his arms out asking where all the Wolverines are, I feel it's going to be really bittersweet to watch us lay it down upon them in their own uh, stadium this year and watch the same look come across his face. And then maybe he'll understand where his Spartans were at when he needed them. So even though
0: that's all I have to say, go blue and beat MSU. Nice. Yeah, I like finishing off with yeah. that one. So, yeah, that was um great. and And I will mention real quick, I think one of them pointed out that um, they thought it was weird that the, our phone numbers, I I believe they found out that it was like a jersey number maybe. <laughs> but uh, I think I mentioned it earlier, but it's a Google voice number. It's not really a jersey number. We just found one that allowed us to have the uh blue bro abbreviation because it's five five one blue bro if you call it. So no worries. Yeah, we're not like from Jersey or anything. But thanks for the voicemails. And again, I apologize that the other one wasn't really working out and everything. No, it
1: was great. I mean, he's exactly right, man. He had you know Coach Antonio running around the field and it's payback time. And you know, like we said, me and Caleb said the same thing. Look, Michigan. We'll beat them badly if Michigan stays out of Michigan's way. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. a little bit right. I mean, seriously, the only way we'll lose this game, Michigan just falls apart in every facet of this game. So it's that's the way it is, and and we know that won't happen, and Jim Harbaugh won't let it happen. So, but,
0: yeah. well, I'll I'll say this, and there's a little. Project thing that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. Might have might have it ready. I'm hoping might have it ready Sunday. But uh it's too late to apologize. Oh yeah. It's been it's been eight years and there's been shenanigans, but it's just too late to apologize. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping things go as we anticipate for Saturday. So with that being said, we hope you guys had a good week and that you get to enjoy uh the end of your week here and have a good time uh saturday and that we all of the michigan fans enjoy this saturday yeah and that we have good things to talk about afterwards as our predictions are anticipating so we thank you for all tuning in and we will go ahead and finish off with go blue go blue